Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Notary Life with Kimmy. I am Kimmy along with Angela from AJ Mobile Notary Services. Hello. This is Notary Mentor Mondays where we answer all your questions about being a notary. So as we wait for you to drop your comments in the chat, which you've already started. Hey, Terry. And hey, Pam. Angela is going to tell you guys a couple stories from her notary week. Yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome. We're so glad to have you guys here tonight. So today, uh, Kim and I was briefly discussing uh, making sure that you ID a person. Uh, And, you know, here at Notary Educators, we always recommend, highly recommend that you know what your state requires as far as uh, ID and how to properly ID someone. And the reason why the subject came up is because, and and now one of our classes, I did mention this story, but the reason why it came up, because lately I've been getting quite a few people that have been appearing uh, for notaries, and they have their ID on their phone. Uh, this particular instance, the young man had his uh, passport on his phone. I was filling out an I-9 for him. And when I called him, I said, make sure you have your ID according to the list. And so he was like, I have my ID. And so when I asked for his ID, he pulled out his phone. And I thought for a minute, hmm, is this really right? Can I really do this? And as I read the paperwork from his employer, uh, number one, the paperwork, I had to notarize a piece of paper. So usually with I-9s, the employer doesn't always give you an additional page to notarize. Sometimes they'll give you an additional page where you have to fill out the person's information and you notarize it because as we know, I-9s are not a notary act. But anyway, there was an additional page and that on the page it read, I was swearing as the notary that I saw his original uh, identification documents. And so I'm, I'm telling you this story because when I told him I could not, even before I saw that, I told him I can't accept your ID on the phone. And so he was like, well, this is, is, is he was saying, it's, this is me, this is my ID. And so he stood there like I was going to accept it. And so when I read the paper from uh, his employer and I said, I can't accept that. And I said, plus, I said, I'm signing this statement from your employer under oath saying that I saw your original documentation. I said, that's not the original. I said, so I need to original. I said, I'm sorry, I can't do this notary for you. I can't do this I-9 for you because you do not have your original documents. I'm saying this because my notary costs, what, $35, $40, my commission. You guys don't accept a notary job and accept compensation for it because somebody has their uh, documents, identification documents on their phone. If that's not the original, if that's not what your state law requires or the document uh, that you're notarizing says, because you could lose, still lose your notary commission on it. 
you're testifying or under oath that you saw the original documents. And so he stood there like, uh, well, can you just accept this? Like urging me to accept it. And I said, no, I can't accept it. So what was also surprising about this incident was he came back two days later with his proper ID. I notarized the documents for him. He texted me the next day and asked me if I did taxes. And I said, no, I don't do taxes. I said, I have a tax prepared that I hire. And so he said, can you recommend the person for me? So had I been dishonest, I don't think he would have texted me back and asked me to do his taxes and then have me recommend someone to him. And so I'm just saying to you guys, be careful about IDing people. Make sure, again, that you know what your state law says. Read your handbook so that you can do what's right. And the person, honesty is the best policy, as my mom used to say. So be honest. Don't jeopardize your notary commission for any amount of money. And then I had a little story I was going to tell you guys really quick, because you always know I say questions equal money. So I had a client that come to me and it must have been poor screening or poor hearing on my part, because I thought it was just one person signing. So as I'm writing her ID and everything, next thing I know, a second person rolls up. I knew it was two people that had to sign, but I thought I was only identifying her and the other person was going to take the document and do whatever they had to do with it. So anyway, the second person rolls up and I had quoted her price for one person, the, the cheapest of my services or whatever. And she said, I'm going to go ahead and give you um, the money in case I had traveled to her as if I had traveled to her because I also quoted her that. And she said, well, I'll come to you, but I'll still give you it as if I had traveled to her. And I was like, you don't have to do that. So anyway, like I said, the second person ended up rolling up. So not only did the transaction went smooth, she paid me what she was going to pay me for traveling to her plus an extra $10. So she was so appreciative because she could not find anyone else. And I actually was closed and I took her after hours. So always allow people to leave a little room, I say, for grace for them to want to tip you and to be super kind to you. If you try to get all the money at the initial pricing, sometimes that doesn't even leave the room to give you a tip, if that makes sense. And I love what Angela was saying too about the ID because a lot of times now people are having everything on electronically on their phone and that's not acceptable ID unless your state says mm -hmm. that you can use a um, copy of an ID on the phone specifically with most of them do not. I've never seen one yet. Make mm -hmm. sure because they will try to push back on that. So that was another mm -hmm. good one. And then we just going to say hi to a couple people and the answer going to start with the question. So drop them in the chat. So we got Darby Lovely here. Hey, Danielle, Althea back with us, Sharita. Who else? Jasmine made it from Cali. Hi, Jasmine. <laughs> Not a dream. Angela, Ratarsha. Hey, Terry's with us. Mail for dot nine. Shirley, Miss Cece. Everybody on the replay, we want to say hello when you do join us and watch it later. Hey, Jaylene and Celeste. Estelle. Hey. You miss Shakia. You miss Shakia. Who did I miss? Hey, Miss Shakia. Thank you, Angela. Okay, and it looks like we have our first question from Miss Jasmine. So Jasmine says, has loan signing slowed down for you guys out there? Out here where I'm at in Yuba City, California, it pretty much dried up. Last three months, I've been, I have gotten nothing but before Christmas, I had a lot of jobs. Uh, Jasmine, I can, I will say, uh, yes, I think the loan signing has slowed down some. I did notice, you know, it's very slow. I have had a few uh, not as many as I usually get, but you guys, <clears throat> that's why. So, because it was really, really busy at one point, like you said, before Christmas, right? 
say January and before Christmas. So it has definitely slowed down. But you guys, that's why it's so important to do your marketing. You should never, and we always stress this, just have one uh, stream of income when it comes to notary or, or, or service when it comes to notary. We can't solely depend on the loan signings. The general notary work, don't sleep on it. There's a lot of general notary work. So when that loan signing slows down, you have your general notary work, you know, in the pocket still going. As a matter of fact, uh, another short experiences i had a, a young a, not a young man because he's not young an older gentleman called me you know saturday morning and asked if i could meet him at the nursing home saturday evening because his sister he needed some documents signed for his sister now this was not a new uh uh client this was a repeat client i had done something for him several times uh at the nursing home i have a relationship with the nursing home so when i went there after i finished my business with the man I went to the front desk and asked if I could leave some more cards. And the lady said, oh, you're the notary. I said, yes. And she said, sure. So I have a relationship with that nursing home. When I go in there, I check and see if they have more cards. I leave cards. So you guys, that's why it's good to build up your general notary business. So when loan signing slows down like it is, you can still have steady business coming in. You have anything to say, Kim? Oh, yes, I do. You know, I do, <laughs> especially about this. So for me, myself, um, loan signings have not slowed down. Um, there are more that are coming that are a little further from where I am located. Right. So I am getting more hits, but they're just not in my area. Mm -hmm. So if I really wanted to take those, I could. But normally I try to stay within a certain mile radius. But to Angela's point, you guys know I'm big on not being just a one type of notary, not just loan signing. As Angela already stated, um, general notary is very good. What all goes into general notary work? Jasmine, and you're in California. You should be doing apostille work. Easily $300 or plus probably out that way. Anything in Cali, we already know is higher. So think about adding apostille services. I did one the other day. Um, I just took it today. Actually, I picked it up yesterday. It was $175 for one document. So apostille work is where it's at when it's slower. Do you do ink fingerprinting? Mm -hmm. I know you cannot complete the I-9 out that way, but you should be offering apostille services, learning that, um, adding ink fingerprinting. I do have a mini course on that, that where I self-teach you to do that. I have a free video, but if you need more, then you can look at the course at notaryeducatorsllc.com, but be able to do more than one thing with your business. So you want to be able to do general notary. You want to be able to do long signings. And under general comes a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Is your Google page ready, Jasmine? Are people That's calling you from that? Are you even doing general notary work? Mm -hmm. Let us know in the comments. Are you even doing general notary yeah. work? Because that's your other plan B. And some people say if you have a plan B, that means you plan to fail for A. I don't believe that. I believe you mm -hmm. need a plan A, B, and C if you need to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay? So don't yeah. put all your eggs in one basket. Okay. And also regarding your Google My Business page, make sure it reflects all the services that you offer. When yeah. people look on Google My Business and when they Google a mobile notary near me, they're going to look and see what services you offer. I mean, the general notary work for me has not slowed down. Uh, it has not stopped. And, and it, like Kim mentioned, all sorts of things come on the general notary. People, I had to uh, notarize somebody's uh, transfer of lease today, you know, motor vehicle transfers. All types of things come on the general notary. People need power of attorneys. They need deeds. They need even loan modifications through the general notary work. So optimize that Google page. If you need help, make an appointment with Alexis. 
just make sure everything that you can do or services that you know how to do are added to your Google page so people can see what other services you offer. Can I add to that, Angela? Also, um, Alexis is not here tonight. Clearly, guys, I just forgot to acknowledge that she had something else. So she wasn't able to join us this, this evening, but we do miss her. Yes. And I wanted to tell you about my apostille that I got yesterday, actually. There's a company here in Atlanta that is the it for apostilles. When you Google, they pop up everywhere. But my client called them and because they were in Atlanta, they mm -hmm. didn't want to drive all the way there and take their document. So guess who else popped up? Little old me. Mm -hmm. So he probably already knew what the rate was. So when I told him that three figure rate, he was okay with that because the other company, they're big company and they charge more than I do. So when mm -hmm. I told him my rate, he was like, you're closer. And as long as I can get it done, he didn't have any problem with using right. me. Mm -hmm. So make sure that Google page, that's where you're going to get some of your business. I'm telling you. And okay. another thing about the apostille, like Kim mentioned, the, it's in Atlanta, people don't want to go. And I offer services when people call me that I'll come and pick it up and I'll do the notary at your house. And that's why I think I get, you know, so many is because I'll let them know, you know, I'll come to you and I'll pick it up and deliver it back. So, and I, um, oh, go ahead, Angela. I was going to so say, I was, I, just gonna, I was just throwing, no, I was just throwing that out there. Yeah. And I do have four videos on Apostille. I think it's three or four. I really don't remember, but all about Apostilles. One of them is a day in the life of what it looks like to be an Apostille agent. One is, is about how to charge and, oh, Lord, I forgot what they are, but it's about three or four guys. But check out the mm -hmm. Apostille playlist, okay? Yeah. Right. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, General Davis and LaToya. Makiba has a question. She says, hello, when taking your Apostille documents to the state, what is used to verify you are a notary? Do you use your ID or your commission? So, Makiba, I don't know if you know um, much about Apostilles, but when you're taking it to the state, all that... The documentation is already completed. If the document needs to be notarized, your notary stamp on the document, you know, is just like any other document. You have to show that you are commissioned by your stamp. And as far as what you have to show the state, when you fill out all the information for the apostille and complete the package, everything is in there and you put it in the package and leave it. You have anything to add, Kim? Yes. Yeah, so when you do sign the document, Makiva, you want to mm -hmm. sign it as your commission was issued, because mm -hmm. that's what they're checking for on the apostille, that you are a legitimate notary. Mm -hmm. So without the apostille, just for example, Angela is going over to Mexico and she needs to take a document with her. Well, she could ask her friend to just sign it and say that they are a notary. But the apostille is important. And that's why it's used, because she would have to bring that document to me who I am the notary on file with the state mm -hmm. and the state is confirming that yes, Kimberly is a legitimate notary. And now the document can go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. without so they, are going to, they are going to confirm that through your state. So that's the whole process of the apostille and why it exists. So you want to mm -hmm. sign it make sure you sign um, exactly as your commission was issued. So if it was issued John David Smith, Everything you sign, especially when it's going to the state for apostille, sign it John David Smith, okay? Yeah. And the other thing about the apostille is there are some documents that don't require a notary. Uh, so you're just really the facilitator. So it's not all about what verifies you're a notary. If, if the document does need to be notarized, like Kimberly mentioned, you have to sign it as your commission is and make sure the stamp is there. But the documents that don't have to be notarized, it's not about the documents being notarized is that they are uh, originals that have a cert stamp certified from whatever division of the state 
that it came from. So that's what's important. Correct. Mm -hmm. So Angela Millage, uh, I don't think you finished your uh, question. You said, hello, I'm in from Florida and can. So if you'll finish it, we'll be happy to answer that for you, Angela. Hi, Sharita. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Sharita. So all things Natajean, I had a POA today that I could not do because I didn't have two witnesses. The client didn't have any witness either. All things Natajean, you just left money on the table, girl. We yeah. at Notary Educators, we just tell you so much. We pound it to have standby witnesses. People a lot of time don't have witnesses. And if they don't have a witness, you can't complete the notary. We all have witnesses that are ready uh, and available on standby if someone calls and need a witness. Yeah. What's it, Kim? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, all things Natty Jean. So that's why we do preach, as Angela already said, have a witness list. All right, that should be part of your notary business. That's going to be either a couple of friends that you know. It could be fellow <laughs> notaries. They may not even be your friend, but in advance, maybe if you don't have any notary buddies, I have actually Googled notary near me to use a notary as a witness. She could not help me, but guess what? She had a witness list mm -hmm. and she gave me somebody from her witness list. So when we're going to make this our primary business, guys, and we're talking about making that money, because I know that was at least 85 plus dollars that you lost, you know, mm -hmm. and that's okay. We live and learn, but go ahead from today at this time right now, start thinking about a witness list. And when I say that, I mean, actually call these people and say, Hey, Angela, I started a mobile notary business. Sometimes I need a witness. Do you mind if you're available? You want to get people that are retired, people you know work part-time, people who don't mind making $25 to run up here and find something mm -hmm. within like a five or 10 mile radius from your home. So go ahead and work on that list. Hey, mm -hmm. Angela, you might be in a witness for me sometimes since I started this business. All you have to do is come and sign. I write your ID, you go home. Mm -hmm. And most yeah. people be like, oh yeah, they'll be looking for you. Right. <laughs> They're like, you got any more, <laughs> any more jobs for me? Right. So yeah, go ahead and get that li list ready. Okay. Let that be the last phone call that you miss or opportunity because you did not have a witness list. Okay. Right. right. And so like Kim said, get a notary brother. We, we use each other and if we're not available, we still have people that are available on standby. We're ready to go as a witness. Yes, that is so important. That's that's to be part of your business plan. Yes, get your witness list. Let's not let that happen, everybody. Okay, so, next. Stephanie says, uh, I heard another YouTuber says that the state of Georgia recognized us as notary signing agent, not loan signing agent. Any truth to this? Kim, you want to answer that? Yes, ready. <laughs> well, Stephanie, the thing about it is the state of Georgia, if you read the handbook, it says it does not recognize the role of a loan signing agent at all, right? But that's okay because a loan signing agent, notary signing agent, executive signing agent, any of those titles you want to throw in there, at the end of the day, they are all just a notary that knows how to handle some loan docs. So there are certain things in the state of Georgia that we cannot do. And they must, certain documents must be explained by an attorney. But that's okay because there's plenty of other packages and other assignments that come from loan signing companies that we can handle. And the point of it is Georgia doesn't recognize a title, but once you get your certification through the National Notary Association, that's what we're called is a notary signing agent or loan mm -hmm. signing agent, whatever you want to throw in there. In industry-wide in all 50 states, 49 minus Georgia, that's what we're, that's what we're considered. So it doesn't matter what you call yourself, actually. Angela and I both were on a training for the state of Georgia. And the man even said that, the, the instructor, he said, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. 
and you know what your rules are as a notary. So at the end of the day, you're just a notary, all right. those fancy titles, but right. that is true. Mm -hmm. In the handbook, it says Georgia does not recognize the role. And that's okay, because you're still okay. a notary. Mm -hmm. NNA recognize you, 49 right. other states recognize you, and your money gonna recognize you. Okay. Right. And like Kim, that really doesn't matter to me, really, because when I call people to confirm appointments from companies, I just say, this is Angela, the notary that your uh, mortgage company has contract to notarize your documents. I don't go into all of that. I just tell them I'm a notary. So at the end of the day, we're notaries. Very good. Yeah, don't worry. Go yeah, said, I'm new, good. but had the pleasure of talking with Alexis about my Google page. Very helpful. Welcome, Jaylene. Uh, yes, and Alexis is the Google expert. She really knows her stuff when it comes to Google. Kim says, hi, everyone. Shakia. I just certified as a notary, so I need the ins and out for loan signing and notary in general. Uh, Shakia, you can give us a call, uh, email us through notaryeducatorsllc.com, and we can help you uh, take get the steps down as to what you need to do, or what you uh, give you some ideas of what you want to do to start your business. Uh, and welcome to uh, the notary business. Yes, welcome. And uh, start watching some of my videos about general notary. I have several out there about that. Um, just start watching some of the channel. And as Angela already stated, we'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you. Okay. Just yep. fill out the contact card over at um, notaryeducatorsllc.com. And yeah, Kim actually has a wealth of videos about every subject you <laughs> even have any question about. It's over like 140 videos now. So just about everything notary is there. Yep. Angela says, hello, I'm in Florida. Should I put the embossed on my Google website page? I mean, Kim, a picture wouldn't wouldn't hurt. I have a picture of the embossed on my page and people may just open your page and see that and say, oh, I'm going to use this notary because I need that. A lady asked me yesterday, you don't use that crimp thing anymore. And she was getting an I-9 done. I'm like, well, we don't notarize I-9, so we don't use it for that. But I showed it to her. I said, we do have it. Yeah, so I, yeah, have I, it would, I would put a picture on mm -hmm. there. And you know, another reason why, Angela, is because a lot of people... Um, actually will hire you because you do have the embosser. A lot mm -hmm. of notaries do not carry one. They're actually taught that you don't need that anymore. So you'll always use your embosser and your ink stamp. The embosser just makes things look pretty. And I usually use that on like my um, divorce documents, mm -hmm. wills, power of attorneys, mm -hmm. like important documents like that. But you would never use an embosser for loan signing because it's mm -hmm. just too many pages. You can't see it. And that's not uh, acceptable. So you will always use your ink stamp. The embosser just makes things look pretty. And I also use the gold seals that go with that. Okay. I actually have an mm -hmm. embosser video. So check that out. Mm -hmm. And a, a lot of older people, some older people that I um, do signings for, notaries for, they say, oh, you guys don't use that thing anymore. And I just take it out and use it just because that's what they like. And you will stand out as the go-to notary just simply because you have it. So Jasmine said, you're right. I can't find anywhere Google or my SOS about a list of specific documents that I can notarize for general notary work. Because Jasmine, that's because there's no specific number of documents. Like Kim always say, you can take a piece of paper. I've had plenty of times where people would write out information they want or they would type a letter or type a statement and want me to notarize it. So it's no specific documents. Uh, that you can uh, that amount of documents for notarization. You can look online and say and type in documents that need to have notarizations, and some things will come up if you want to be familiar with some things. But there's anything that needs to be notarized can be notarized. 
You have and any before questions? We, yeah, before we move on to Ms. CC, the next few um, statements are actually from Jasmine. So let's go ahead and wrap that up in a bow for her. Because I was reading, Jasmine, I want to come out there and get you, girl. <laughs> Jasmine says she does have a Google page, but she gets hits on it, but she doesn't respond. <laughs> Jasmine, Jasmine. Nervous. Jasmine, Jasmine. And you're in California, girl. You need to be getting that money. If, um, check out my new video I just put out about things that make um, um, notaries nervous, one. And then if you need to, Jasmine, um, shoot me a link over at um, your contact information, Notary Educators LLC, because we need to have a conversation. And watch my videos about general notary work. And as far as the list of documents, I will give you a few now that you can put on your page. Also, um, check out my Google My Business page. I might have them listed in um, my video, but you can put like power of attorneys. You can put will. You can put school documents um, just to give you a few to put on your um, Google page. But like Angela already stated, you guys always know, I say you can notarize a piece of tissue if you know what to do with it. So you can notarize anything. So just put those basic documents. The Department of Motor Vehicle is another common document you can mm -hmm. add to your list just to put a few things out there. But mm -hmm. um, Jasmine, drop in a comment for me and let me know, is the reason you're scared of general notary work just the unknown? which I see you saying you're nervous. Is it just the unknown of general notary, what the document may be? Or have you been properly trained on like acknowledging yeah. Mr. Rats and all of that? Let me know, okay? Yeah. I know you said you do long signings. So let me know, are you comfortable with the whole process of being a notary, okay? Now, yeah. She says general notary work makes her more nervous than long signings. Um, I don't know why, Jasmine, because general notary work is like one, two, three, 10, 15 minutes. I and think it's, it's the unknown, Angela. I really I think, it's, I think unknown. it's the unknown because honestly, even now when my phone rings, that first couple of seconds, I'm like, okay, what do they want? What kind of document? Where do they want me to come? You know, do they want me to come to a nurse home? Do they want me to come to a jail? Are we going to be at the apartment? Do right. they have, you know what I'm saying? So general right. notary does have a lot more unknowns. But it's such quick money, Jasmine. Once you get a couple fixes, <laughs> you're gonna be like, "Come on, general notary work." <laughs> yeah, especially you're in California, girl. Fifteen dollars per stamp plus your travel fee, Jasmine. We gotta get you that money. So I really want to have a conversation with you, okay? Well, Jasmine, um, pick, just pick up the phone, and I, I and one suggestion too is just answer it, respond, ask questions. And at the end of the day, I hope you would want to do it. But if you don't want to do it, so just tell me you don't have any appointments. But just pick up the phone and try to do something. Because once you, like Kim mentioned, once you do the general notary work and you start doing it, and they pay, give you a payment by Zelle or credit card or cash app, and you leave with that money, you're going to love it. And you're in California, so you should be making some money. Even if your phone never rings for long signing, you should be getting that GNW. And like you said, you're already getting hits, but you're just not responding. So Jasmine, notaryeducatorsllc.com, fill out a contact card and we're going to have a conversation. Okay. Right. And put in the chat if you had any notary training to let us know. Yes. Let us know about the training. Okay. Miss CC. <laughs> Do you know if we can call the NNA with notary questions if we don't have a current membership? Uh, can you call it? I have a membership, so I don't know the answer to that question. You can call, actually. You can. You can call. They'll answer a courtesy call for you, is what okay, they call okay. it. And they'll even do like two for you. But after that, they really want you to do the membership. And I'll be honest with you guys. I work, I was kind of anti not paying that $69 mm -hmm. per year, right? However, after I thought about it, and we've actually called myself, we have one membership in our household. It's actually my husband's. So we'll call if I have a question or he has a question or whatever. 
Um, and I know Angela have a membership, so I can ask her to ask it for me, right? But I honestly think that might be an investment in your company after having to call them a couple of times about something really strange. Mm -hmm. They're very knowledgeable. It's only $69 per year. You get a lot of perks with it. And mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of back, in, back on that. So I, I recommend it. If you're brand new, at least for a year, maybe have it because it's only like $69 and they answer your questions. They're on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So they're open like really good hours for those of us that's on the East Coast, mm -hmm. practically all day almost. Yeah. And I, I would I invested in my business and I think it's a great asset to your business because I was on a notary with the, something weird once and I just picked up the phone and called them. I just think that at the end of the day, they're very nice. They always answer your question. It's not like you have to be on the hold on for a long time before they pick up. I've always had great experience with calling them and having a question, especially when it's on the spot and I need an answer. I, I just, I love, I love the, uh, the membership personally. Yeah, I do too. I do. So like I said, I, I kind of recommend it at this point, especially mm -hmm. if you're new, at least for a year, get, a, you know, cause they will answer your questions. Even if you mm -hmm. don't have a membership, they'll usually give you one or two as a courtesy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and Jasmine, I'm just reading your stuff, but anyway, uh, Althea says, what situations call for a person to get fingerprinting done? So I know the ones that I've had done, Jasmine, it was for work where the person needed to uh, had to take their fingerprints to the police department or get a background check. Background checks a lot of time require fingerprints and from employers. Uh, that's the most of the ones that I've had. Have you had anything different, Kim? Yes. And the majority of them will be in the medical field. It might be mm -hmm. real estate agents. Also, people dealing with children have to be fingerprinted. So Miss um, Althea, again, with fingerprinting, your phone is not going to ring all day long for fingerprinting. However, when it does ring, you want to be able to do it. So mm -hmm. I do have a mini course on fingerprinting. As I stated, it's like you and I sitting in the room. I teach you how to roll, how to fill out the card. I have a free video mm -hmm. on it also on my channel, fingerprinting. But if you need more, I have the little mini course. It's only $49 and it's mm -hmm. a good investment because I take you step-by-step step on everything. Yeah. And again, when your phone rings, you want to be able to do it. So again, yeah. don't think, okay, I'm going to take the fingerprinting course and all day long it's going to ring for that. Nope. It may not. But once it rings twice a month, you've already made your money back. You right. know, at least because I teach you how to price that. Same thing with anything else. How far do I have to travel? The initial investment for the ink fingerprinting is little too. So mm -hmm. it's really something I recommend everybody add to their business. And all 50 states can do the ink fingerprinting, okay? Yeah. And I don't do live scan. That's the one electronic. For me and my business plan, the um, cost is just too much. Yeah. Initial investment can be anywhere from five thousand plus. And I did hear recently they started something with six hundred dollars initial investment. I just don't know how true that is. But again, for me, I'm not even investing six hundred dollars in fingerprinting. The need mm -hmm. is not there for that. But for the ink, I I do pretty well with that. Yeah, and I do pretty well with the ink too. Like she says, not every day, but when you get a call, it's good money. Yep. So Danielle says, ladies, I have never once been called or notified by SnapDocs. My profile says verified and high, so I don't understand what the problem is. Any ideas? Well, first, Danielle, do you have a picture on SnapDocs? Because uh, that's highly recommended. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't let us know how long you've been on SnapDocs. So and also, um, is your profile complete? So even though it may say hi and all of that, make sure it's a completed profile. For example, do you have anything in there about like what you do, what you offer? 
and charge your profile. And how long ago did you set this up? Because don't forget, mm-hmm. we're all saying that we're in a little slower market. Right. So how long ago has it been that you actually signed up with SnapDocs is our question. Also, in your profile, have you included things like, I know how to do a refi, I know how to do a loan modification, I don't mind traveling, I have a scanner, I have, you know, what what details have you included in your profile too? So, and and, and, and like Angela mentioned, the picture. Yeah. Do you have the picture? And when I did my um, profile for SnapDoc, they have a comment box. Don't be afraid to put comments in because something that you may have done before you start doing notary may uh, catch the eye of the... Uh, company and may want to use you just because something you've done in the past. So don't be afraid to put in the comments box something that you other jobs that you've done before. Mm-hmm. Very good. So Shakia says, how do you set up your business on Google? So Shakia it's free on Google. And I would recommend just to uh, go to Notary Educators and set up just a con- consult, free consult with Alexis. And she can give you a few minutes for free and, you know, oh, that but first watch kim's video on setting up google my business that video should take you step by step to set up google my business then if you don't get it through that set up an appointment with alexis because i I really think that if you watch that video and follow what kim says on that uh setting up my google my business page you should be able to set the page up and have little uh contact with having alexis to um help you with it but she has a very good video on that yeah, and then usually people, if they need a little bit more, then that's when they reach out to her for um, maximization, making mm-hmm. sure the page is like we say tight, so you're getting phone calls. Like, um, <laughs> like our person Jasmine out in Cali, she's getting calls, but we gonna make sure she start answering that. Right. Problem. All right, Melody, I guess is next. Yeah. So, do you recommend any other options for marketing? Google uh, General Notary where Google informed me that they will not support my Google page trying for weeks. I was really counting on this page to help me market locally. Oh, that's interesting. So, Melody, the question is, first question is, do you have a physical address on your Google page? Did they tell you why they wouldn't support your page? But uh, there are other options that you can do with marketing. I uh, Put in the chat if you have a physical address and did they tell you why they wouldn't support the page? And uh, did you ever get a verification form uh, when you set your page up? But you can go to nursing homes. You can go to hospitals you can everywhere you go leave your card uh when you're in the line talking to people i've left my card talking to people if you have a, a what is it called on the side of your car signage on your magnet. car I've, I've gotten several mac because i have a magnet on my car i have several i've gotten several people will say flag me down say can you pull over uh in front of fedex people said can i have a card so yeah try other measures like that nursing homes wherever you go leave your card, go to businesses. Like it's been mentioned. I think Kim had in her video. I don't know if you have in your video, but uh, go to barbershops and different places like marketing. that and mm-hmm. market your cards like that. Yeah. I have a couple of marketing videos too, Melody. And I'm going to have you push back to Google because they will call you. It just takes a little while for them to respond. So go into Google and then hit um, need more help or contact us or whatever. They will respond. It just takes a little while because, of course, it's Google, right? It's mm-hmm. the largest search engine in the world. So they will respond, but just push back to them and hit, um, I need help, and they will contact you, okay? Because you mm-hmm. definitely want to get that page set. And without that Google page, um, you can still make it, but it's very hard. I mean, right. you got to get that page straightened out. Take all your energy right now and get that page straightened out, okay? And don't give up. Don't give up because it will make you frustrated where you like, oh, forget it. 
you cannot forget it. You want to get your Google page as well as your Google free website set up. Mm -hmm. The website, they have the Google My Business page and then a separate one most people don't know about is a free website also. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people say, well, you don't need a website today. Yes, you do. You mm -hmm. need a website. Long signing companies will find you like that. Regular clients will call you. So you need both. And they're yeah, free. Yeah. And sometimes people contact me through my website, send a message through my website. And yep. it's free on Google. Completely free. Yep. So Jasmine said, that's the thing. I don't know what kind of docs I can notarize out there. Can't find anywhere online that gives me a list of docs so I can update my Google page. So Jasmine, just put in your search engine uh, documents that need notarizations. And there are a lot of documents that should come up to put on your page that you can copy and put on your page. Um, yeah, I, that's the, that's where I got my documents from on my Google My Business page. I just uh, put in the browser documents that need notarizations and a lot of different documents came up. You have any other suggestions, Kim? Um, just the ones I already gave you. Make sure you list the most common, which is wills, power of attorneys. Put on there where you're willing to travel to, um, nursing homes. Um, Oh, dog it. What's the other? Hospitals. Hospitals. Um, yeah, just note notate that on there also. Look at my personal page if you like none better mobile notary services. And feel free to copy because it's wherever you go, the same documents. Right. So notary, uh, my personal page is none better mobile notary services. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you feel free to look at it. And I have a list of all the documents that I do. Yeah. And so Latura says, I am a brand new notary. How do I get go about getting started? So, uh, Latour, welcome to the notary world. Uh, well, you can go to notaryeducatorsllc.com and uh, send us a contact me, and we will call you, uh, give you a call back. Make sure you put your phone number in there, and we'll give you a call back, you know, to just discuss the notary business and get you started on steps you can take to start your notary business. Mm -hmm. And just to give you a couple right here, um, so you got your commission already. The next thing is you want to be properly trained. And what does that look like? You want to know the difference between an acknowledgement, a jurat, how to administer an oath, basic notarial duties. Then you want to go about setting up your business. As you've heard us mentioned already, Google My Business is for your marketing piece. And the main thing is to know what you're doing out there, Latoura. Mm -hmm. And congratulations on starting this journey. And um, again, you cannot underestimate or overestimate whatever knowing how to stamp the documents right people would say well it's really important to build your business you won't have a business if you don't know how to stamp the document <laughs> so right. we teach you how to do everything we want you to be a great notary knowing mm -hmm. your duties how to market how to price all of that goes together and then you're going to be successful mm -hmm. and then while we're on you i saw you had two more we'll get those right quick you're waiting to be verified on google which is good the apostille you keep hearing us talk about is a document that needs a higher level of authentication prior to leaving the United States. Mm -hmm. So there are certain states that we have an agreement with that if our if our state says it's okay, for example, Mexico, Dominican Republic, um, different countries, they'll say, well, your state says it's okay, we'll take it over here. And that right. takes out a lot of the paperwork. So that's right. what an apostille is. I have about four, three or four videos on apostille. So check those out and continue to watch my channel. Um, look at all the old videos. The tour because that'll help you to know what the notary business looks like mm -hmm. and then from there like angela already mentioned we'll be glad to have a conversation with you at notary educators llc.com and also you guys um latoura kim has a book on amazon uh oh, yeah. that's great and amazing <laughs> you know, if you're a new notary have not notarized you know it's not that complicated and her book is on amazon uh for 9.99 so uh everyone who has 
got great reviews. I've read it. I bought it. So even though I knew how to notarize, I was supporting my girl. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's I a great book. It's not that complicated on Amazon. And also, yeah, go ahead, Kim. I was just going to say it's called Start Your Notary Business. It's not that complicated. Mm -hmm. And just a little bit about the courses that we offer you guys. We offer two courses, Notary Basics A to Z, Learn How to Notarize Like a Pro. And we teach you how to properly notarize documents, the difference between a giraffe acknowledgments, how to administer an oath. We actually do mock training on where you actually review the documents and complete the notary certificate. We have to give sample screening questions and common mistakes that notaries make and how to have a smooth experience as a notary. We give you marketing tips, tips on Google My Business, how to price. And uh, we also have a free group me chat where the notaries that we've trained are able to ask each other questions and we'll answer questions if, the, if you can't uh, answer the questions for each other. And so also the loan signing part is learn how to complete appointments from beginning to end. So me and Kim teach the notary basics and Kim and Alexis uh, train do the training for the loan signing agent. And so you're taught how to sign up with companies, how to handle your first assignment, how to do a confirmation phone call, reading the details of the assignments and tips and tricks when you go to the signing table about how to complete uh, the loan signing with accuracy and how to handle different types of signers, concluding the signing, what supplies you'll need. Uh, they go over an overview of critical documents that you need to know about before you get to the loan signing table, how you're paid as a notary agent and a list of signing companies are provided after the during the class. So those are two of the uh, classes that we have for new notaries or notaries that need training in order to start your notary business. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, Sharita wanted to know about the I-9. I guess that's next. So what company has to handle I-9s? So Sharita, usually for I-9s, uh, we'll get calls uh, from individuals that need the I-9. An I-9 is just an employment verification form where the person has been hired by a company. The company is probably out of town. And so they have to have the verify their legal status by means of an I form I-9 employment verification. And mm -hmm. so they will bring it to a notary and uh, with their documents, their license, passport, social security card, whatever ID they have. And so the notary basically verifies for the company that this is a legal person, legitimate. This is their credentials. And we fill out and sign the uh, form as the uh, authorized representative for the company. And then they will send it back to their employer. Mm -hmm. And just another tip on that, you want to have I-9 listed on your Google My Business page because um, like Angela already said, people in the community would call you to have that form completed for you, for them. Normally there are in the medical field, traveling nurses. Um, it could be anyone working remote because mm -hmm. that's something that's normally done by the human resources department. Mm -hmm. But now everybody's working remote. So since they're working across country, they can't get to California to get it done or whatever. So the person is working here. They live here in Georgia. The company is somewhere else. So now they have to call the notary to complete the I-9. So some states do not permit the I-9 to be completed. Texas and California are two that cannot complete the I-9. But if you are in any of the other states and you can complete that and you do not know how, you're leaving money on the table. Those assignments also sometimes come from signing companies. I have done mm -hmm. several for signing companies now. So signing companies don't just do mortgage documents nowadays, mm -hmm. guys. They do everything. So if you don't know how to do I-9, I do have a video on the I-9 for free on my YouTube channel. But I also have a mini course 
which takes you step-by-step step how to complete the I-9 using various IDs. So it's a little bit more involved in the video, of course, okay? So and you check guys, that out. Mm -hmm. I-9s, like Kim said, you leaving money on the table. Every I got one yesterday. Every person that comes to me, 99% of the people that come to me with I-9s will say that you're the, like the third person I call and nobody does I-9s. I don't understand why notaries don't do I-9s, but that's, you know, it's not a notary they act. They don't know how to. They don't it's know not a notary to. act, so you really can, uh, reasonably, you can charge what you want to charge to, to uh, verify the I-9, but of course, we always say be reasonable. So it's not a notary act. It's more than whatever your state say you can charge for a notary. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to look at Kim's video on how to do I-9 because I don't know why a lot of notaries don't do I-9s because they are plentiful. Well, they don't know how to do it. That's the main thing. So again, we have a free video on my YouTube channel. And then I do have my course that takes you more in depth so you can be a proficient at it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's see. We already did Latour's question back on Althea. Oh, thank you about the videos, Althea. Yeah. Let's see. We back to Jasmine. Yeah. I think she's talking about having a separate certification for the apostille. Is that what you're referring to, Jasmine? If so, you don't need any special certification for apostille. Right. You're in California. I would always double check that, but you don't. I don't Anybody think you do for any state. You don't. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Hey, Sharia. Hey, Sharia. Thanks, Danielle. I'm always preaching about something. Right. <laughs> Let's see awesome. what all things not I know I'm going to I'm get. going to get in contact with some notice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> Danielle, said, wait, $85 for a POA? Yes. And that's not yeah. including the fees that they will pay for your witnesses. That's an additional fee for your witnesses. And that depends on how far you have to travel, right. how many how many people are involved, what your state says you can charge. So yes, yes, mm -hmm. we need to talk about pricing, Danielle. Danielle, were you in one of our classes? I think you were, I think right? She were. I think she was. Was it long finding or were you in basic? Let me know, because we talked about pricing in basic. So let's go to Jalene, I guess. I'm in Florida, but not in driving distance to the Secretary of State. Do you still recommend learning how to do apostilles, having to fit a UPS apostille document? Yes, Jalene, because all of those costs are the person that you're the, the customer eats all of those costs. So apostilles, yes, um, especially in Florida. You have a lot of immigrants, different nationalities, uh, people from other countries in Florida. So I would definitely recommend that you learn how to do the apost apostille training. And the other reason you want to learn, Jaylene, even though it's not close to you, you can get you a notary buddy that is close to the Secretary of State. And then like Angela said, so say the fee, I'm just throwing out a number because I don't know any variables. I'm just going to throw out a number. Let's say $100, which we know it's going to be more than that automatic, right? But just say it's $100 and then you hire um, Susie Ann that lives close to the Secretary of State. You give her $50. You do all the processing or vice versa, you can give it to her. She charged and she pay you for a referral. So some kind of way, Jaylene, you need to be part of that transaction so you can get the bulk of the money. My preference would be you process it and you're gonna have someone else to take it over there for you. You also normally can FedEx it and UPS it to, or regular mail, send it to your secretary of state. Now you gotta add on a little more time for that, mm -hmm. but there's no reason why you should not be able to complete those in Florida. That's a big moneymaker in the state of Florida, Apostilles. Mm -hmm. So in me and Angela's case, we live about 30 minutes. She's even closer than I am to where we have to drop hours off, but it still doesn't matter wherever you're located, you either gonna buddy up with somebody so y'all can split that money, or you're gonna mail it directly to them and let the client know, hey, it's mm -hmm. a two day turnaround just for mailing it. And then mm -hmm. add that into your um, 
processing time. So instead of like me and Angela, our turnaround time here in Atlanta, because we're right here is normally like one or two days, right. literally. But if I had to mail that to Atlanta, instead of me driving it there, I would just tell my client a week to allow for processing. Mm-hmm. But I like to drive mine to the Secretary of State mm-hmm. or wherever we have to take it here because I want to make sure it got there. Right. Unfortunately, we live close enough to drive it. Yeah, but if not, don't let that stop you. Either you're getting you a notary buddy, you're going to mail it some kind of mm-hmm. way, you're going to make a connection because you're leaving hundreds of dollars on the table. Mm-hmm. I'll cost still hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I so Stephanie, Stephanie yeah. said, thanks. You're welcome, Stephanie. Latura, can we do electronic notary in Georgia? Only if you are with an attorney's office, Latura, can you do that? And that may be over. Uh, that was just for COVID purposes. So even if you're with, a, with an attorney, uh, the governor had that just for a small period of time that you could do that. Darnell, I heard I have the 25K ENO insurance from the NNA. Is it true that as a loan signing agent, I need to have 100K? No, we both have 25,000 and that works. That's the minimum you need. Charlita. You want to go, hold on one second, Angela, with that one. Sometimes if you want to go direct, um, they may require a little bit more. Um, but again, I've always been okay. And Angela, as well as Alexis, we all have 25. So. Yeah. Whatever your comfort level is also. But if you find you're not getting assignments because they want you to have more, then go ahead and increase it. But if it's not, I would not worry about it. Charlita Sway says, please say the email again. If you're talking about our website, Charlita, it's notaryeducatorsllc.com and it's on the banner at the bottom. But if it's something different than what I just said, let us know. But our website for um, is notaryeducatorsllc.com and it's on the banner at the bottom of, of this uh, YouTube. Well, remember last week, Angela, we had somebody that was maybe driving or on the phone and I was saying it so fast. And I uh, Yeah, so it's notaryeducatorsllc.com. So we'll go a little slower. Okay. Can you find contract jobs in another state for remote loan notary work since Georgia is an attorney state? So, uh, Deborah, in Georgia, we don't do remote, remote uh, online notary work. It's not in the law in Georgia is that we can't do it. So you can't do it no matter. And you guys remember, if you're notarizing, it has to be the state of your commission. You can't go notarizing in any state. It has to be that you have to be a commission notary in the state in order to notarize documents. So, yeah, you wouldn't be able to do remote from the state of Georgia, period. So right. I hope that answers the question. Steven says, Darnell, it, uh, it varies from signing service to signing service. Most mm-hmm. that I work with at least 100K. So Steven says, it varies what it does. And he said most that he worked for is 100K. And that's why I said, if you find that you're not getting work and that they require it, then you want to get what's required by that company. Okay. Makiba says, as a note, I have the an embossed stamp. Do I also need the rubber stamp as well? Makiba, you always, always need your stamp uh, with your name, state of commission, and deadline. Uh, not deadline. <laughs> what you call it? Uh, name, date of <laughs> Expiration. Expiration. Mm-hmm. The deadline. So you always need that stamp. The embossed stamp, if you're going to use it, you still have to use your notary stamp. You can use the notary stamp without the embosser, but you can't use the embosser without the notary stamp. So I want to make that even simpler and clear for everyone, okay? Whenever you use the embosser, whenever you always use that ink stamp, the embosser just makes things look pretty. Just makes it look pretty. That's it. That's the only reason we're using the embosser with the gold seal. It makes the document look pretty. Mm-hmm. Your official stamp is that regular ink stamp. You must use it. Okay. 
So you're welcome, Jasmine. Jasmine, don't be, don't worry about it. You'll get it. You'll have your witnesses and you'll get it. So Stephanie says, uh, so does notary means you're verifying the identity of the person or the actual information on the document? So Stephanie, as notaries, our purpose is to prevent fraud. And the way we do that is to make sure that we ID the person with the proper identification according to your state handbook. And once we ID the person, we fill out the notary certificate and we sign it, they sign it, and we stamp it. And so it's more of our identification that the person is who they say they are. And the documentation when you stamp it is the notary saying that I saw this person, I saw their ID, this is who they say they are, they sign it, and you're verifying that that's who that is. Charlita says, my Google page keeps getting suspended. Can Alexis help? So Charlita, why don't you go on notaryeducatorsllc.com and click the Google uh, icon and leave a information for Alexis to contact you and she'll be able to help you. Jasmine says, Ty, I'll email you. You're welcome, Angela. Oh yeah, Jasmine said, the unknown of dogs. And you guys don't get caught up. As far as putting them on your Google page, yes, uh, find them, put them on your Google page. But you can notarize anything in any document. It doesn't matter what it is. Steven said, could you create a video, a quick list of what you would consider premium embosser-worthy docs versus just your regular general notary docs like a school note? There you go, Kim. It's in the embosser video, Steven. I already have a video out there, and it's actually in that video, um, the embosser video. So I'll just restate it really quick. Um, wheels, power of attorneys, and divorce documents are your most common that you'll put that um, using the embosser just to make it look pretty with the gold seal. And people just go crazy over that. Okay. So yeah, check out the embosser video. So Jasmine says she's already been trained and comfortable doing signings. That's great. Okay. Well, Jasmine, yeah. you're good. So Why are you afraid? Scared of the documents. You don't have right. to be afraid. A do a piece, it's just a piece of paper. This little envelope right. can be notarized if I, if I put the right stuff on it. Right. A piece of tissue. So it's just a piece of paper. Don't don't sweat the small stuff. Look at that video I just released about being nervous too. But, 11, but I'm gonna talk to you. All right. Darn who else? Um, Darnell says, should I use Byberg over what NNA offers? So really, Darnell, it's just like what you prefer personally. Uh NNA is like the gold standard of notary business, but I mean which it's basically about your choice. And I just like everything NNA. That's like um, if I'm driving a Honda, I'm not going to go. And I'm not saying you can't. This is all personal. This is your business. You run it right. how you want to. But in my car, uh, my Honda, we only use Honda parts. Right. My husband has tried to buy aftermarket parts and we've had to take it back trying to be cheap. So at a certain point, we decided, you know what, we're only, only going to use Honda parts in our Honda. So NNA is the gold standard. Mm -hmm. I do everything from the NNA. I do too. So I get my errors and omission from them. Um, if you just, I get my stamps and stuff from Amazon because you know y'all know I'm cheap, but they're good quality. So why right. not? So I get all that from Amazon. But my insurance, um, I want the NNA. And you can check out the Byberg. I know that's becoming super popular. Right. So whatever makes you happy though. But yeah, you're fine with NNA. So bad woman says, hi, my name is Laurie. I am moving in one month, just commissioned in Florida and Google has suspended my page and wants me to verify. Should I wait until I move? Oh, that's a tough one. I, I would too. probably wait till wait, I move. Yeah. Google is so funny. If you put anything yeah. wrong and you got to come back and try to change it, 
it, I don't know. They, Google is very finicky. So if I'm you, just wait till you get there. And if you still need additional help, reach out to Alexis over at notaryeducatorsllc.com. And she does have a whole little section for Google. Okay. You can contact her direct. So Cassandra says, I'm new in my area. So many notaries in my areas. I'm having a hard time getting gone. What do you recommend besides Google business page and social media? Does anyone use Yelp? Uh, I mean, I think it's a lot of notaries in my area. Me and Kim live literally right down the street from each other. And um, I think that Google is like the best marketing tool you can use. Not saying that don't do any other marketing because I myself personally do other marketing. Uh, so I recommend Google, social media. I don't think a lot of social media other than unless you're going to be a YouTuber, but uh, Google, YouTube, and getting out, going places, and leaving your business card is the best marketing uh, strategy that you can use for your notary business. Kim, do you have any suggestions? I just have a question, Cassandra. What makes you think that there's so many notaries in your area? What Are you not getting calls? Or, I mean, what makes you think that? Because there may be a lot on Google, but that don't mean they're calling them. Right. And if I you're not getting, yeah, and if she's not getting calls, I'm going to push back on you. What does your website look like in comparison to your other notaries? And what does your so Google My Business your, page look like? Right. What does your Google My Business page look like in comparison to them? If you think that they're getting all the business and you're not getting any, then let's check out your page. Let's look at it. And then when I say let's, you can shoot it to me at notaryeducatorsllc.com. Mm -hmm. And we'll look at your page and see if that's the problem. So are you assuming that it's a lot? How do you know that? That's my question to you. And if there are so many and they're calling them instead of you, we need to find out why you're right. not getting called. Because, Cassandra, I think there are a lot of notaries in our area. Do you agree, Kim, that there are a lot of not notaries in our area? Yeah, I'm, I'm, when I Google notary, well, hear me, sure. Yeah, but I'm getting a lot of calls. So, I mean, yeah, we need to look at your page. Yeah, so let's look at that. Jasmine, yes, Jasmine, bilingual. I'm bilingual in Spanish and a lot of Spanish people. Jasmine, let me tell you something about the bilingual Spanish thing. I'm not bilingual. I know when people call me, I have to refer them to Kim because she's bilingual. I'm brushing up on my Spanish. Fortunately, a few Spanish people are uh, bilingual, they low English. And I'm like, well, I have a friend if you need. They're like, no, 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 we'll work with you. But girl, Jasmine, I, if I was close to you, I'd probably give you a spanking because you, <laughs> you're just doing too much and not enough. You're doing That's too okay. much and not enough, That's Jasmine. She's going to get her straight now, girl. She's going to come on next Monday, y'all, and tell y'all what the update is. Because we're about <laughs> to work with Jasmine. I'm telling you. she gonna Jasmine, we coming for you. Uh, um, Angela says she uses Yelp. This other um, Angela here. Yep, she uses Yelp. What Jaylene say? Do I need to get? Oh, she said she need to get with Jasmine. <laughs> 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 okay, what Melody? Get the general notary work in. Melody oh, she, she's says asking, she asking does, does Yelp help steady business? Do they charge you? Oh so, yeah, Yelp is very expensive. Yeah, so I get I get all these calls from Yelp. Oh, Danielle said we skipped her. What did we skip, Danielle? Let me go back and look. Hey, y'all skip me. What Danielle say? You keep go talking, Angela. I'll go back and see what okay. it was. Oh, the $85 about the POA? Is that what you're talking about? We mentioned that. Yeah, we did mention that. Let me know if that's what you're talking about. But you can't. Yeah, drop in the comments before we get off here. Let me know if that's what you're referring to. Oh, yeah. Yelp is expensive. That. Yelp is expensive. They always calling me, trying to get me to do stuff. And I'm like, I tell them, I use Google. I get enough business from Google and they, anyway, they're expensive, but check them out and see what, if they can do something for you. Yeah. Some people use Thumbtack. Um, I don't like a lot of pay services like that. If I'm going to pay anyone, it's going to be Google. 
And I'm going to use a Google where I can put the zip codes in there and mm -hmm. specific keywords. So if I'm going to pay someone, it's going to be Google. Yeah. So and FDL, we are going to go over. I want to hit some more of these comments. Yeah. So FDL said she wants to add another service to her list. Angela said, no, Melody, try to get me to get to add ads a lot. Yep. Danielle said she set up in October. No, I have not said what I can do. And I don't have a picture. Thank you. I'm going to update my. Yep. That's it. That's your problem. Oh, yeah, Danielle. Danielle. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's your problem. Yep. yep. So go ahead and get the picture on there. Get your profile set. And then you'll be fine. Yeah. Darnell, they're going to always pick somebody with a picture, guys. Without. Yep. Darnell okay. said, is there a checklist for newbies who are just getting started? So are you talking about a checklist for documents, Darnell? Let us know in the chat what uh, a checklist you're talking about. And if you just want to know about getting started with the business, you can feel free to reach out to us. Notary Educators will have a conversation with you. NotaryEducatorsLLC.com. Check out my channel on how to get started. I do have a couple of videos out there about mm -hmm. that, too. Jasmine, you are not a loser, girl. We're going to get you right. So don't worry about it. Just get that little $185 job you missed up. Don't worry about it. Andrew says, sorry, Melody, they will charge you for the ads. Melody said, no physical address. So Melody, oh, yeah. that's why it was suspended. You don't yeah. have a physical address. You uh, must have a physical address with Google. They do not play that virtual address mm -hmm. and all that. No. So they will they will suspend you very quickly. And one more thing I did with Google, guys, I got suspended. She I sure like did. smiley faces. I put smiley faces on everything. So I call myself going to put a smiley face on my Google page. That was a bad move. They, they shut that thing down so quick and make your head spin. So I had to remove that. I had to reach out to Google. They did reinstate it, but no mm -hmm. smiley faces, okay? Right. So I'm going to message your name because I know it's a Vietnamese name, but Thai Thu, is the NNA membership tax deductible to your business? I mean, you can file all of your, um anything you do for your business, you can file it on your taxes. And yeah. of course, check with your tax preparer for everything yeah, you do. We are not tax consultants, right. but you should be able to come check that out. Jasper says, plus, I also got married in December. I have to change your name. New commission number it takes 30 days, uh, a month to wait. And well, you can still use your stamp. You have 30 days to change it. Uh, I think you can use. Well, I don't know what state. What state is Jasmine in? Cali. Cali. OK, well, check with Cali. See if you can use your stamp until you get your new one. She'll ask Jolene. Jolene says she'll answer the call soon enough. Stephen, mm -hmm. uh, if you bring your own witnesses, how do you go explaining to them what their role is? Do you take their information in your notary journal as well? Never had doc that needed witness to ensure. So, Stephen, uh, not a dumb question. When you bring your own witnesses, uh, they already you've already prepped them when you call them and ask them to uh, be on standby as a witness. You just tell them that they're witnessing that the person is who they say they are for their documents. And when you take them, uh, yes, you put the witness information in your notary journal and you have the witness sign your journal. And the other thing about that is, is that when I take my witnesses, I make sure that I show them their ID so they can look at the person to make sure that is the person. So that's not a dumb question. That's a good question. Um, yeah, you also take their information in your journal. We got some really good questions, Angela. Did you mind going over a few minutes tonight? Because I'm so Okay, mm -hmm. so let's keep going. Uh, -huh. uh CC says, uh, it's time to new room my NNA membership. And last year I didn't use it at all. Decided if it's worth to renew, I think it is. Uh for me, uh Miss CC, it is for me because I just like the idea of knowing that I can pick up the phone and call the NNA with any question and they are answering. Raphael said, Good evening. How long should one wait after not passing a background with NNA to reapply? I don't know the answer to that. What do they have requirements? They have requirements or 
They do actually. So you have to get a certain score in order to pass it. So what I'm going to ask you to do is think about why you did not pass. Is it something that you can get corrected and then reapply? Because if you already know it's something that can't be corrected, I wouldn't apply immediately because, you know, um, you don't want to spend money. But see if it's something that it could you can take care of a parking ticket or I'm just giving an example. If it's too many parking tickets, can you take care of those and then reapply? Or whatever it is, can you get it straightened out and then um, start that process again? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Darnell says, uh, how did you raise your confidence level to begin loan signing? Did you use a cheat sheet or did you memorize each type of possible documents? So the first thing we recommend, Darnell, is training. And another thing regarding loan signing, there are certain pertinent documents that you just need to know the general gist of them because you have to say, to the, or you should say to the client, well, this is your uh, di disclosure statement. And so they can look over that. But as far as general, uh, I'm sorry, loan signing, you definitely need to know where they need to sign at because when the companies send the documents, you have to tag them. You have to go through the documents. You have to know where to sign and what to sign. And so one thing that I did personally, when I first got my loan package, if there was a document that had information on it, I would Google the document and to see what needed to be done. And when you Google it, it will tell you what the notary has to sign, what the person has to sign. That's what I did for the few that I didn't know. You cannot memorize every type of document, mm -hmm. but you can know what to do with different documents. Kim, you want to mm -hmm. add something? Just a little bit, Darnell. I actually have a video on how to be a more confident notary. So watch that video follow the tips in the video. That means preparing the documents so you know where the person signs, um, taking control of the room when you get there. So watch that video. <laughs> if you need to take our long signing class, it would be our pleasure to assist you with that, okay? Mm -hmm. So okay. Mark, I'm still waiting for my Google, my business code. It's been over two weeks. Is that normal? That yeah. happens sometime, Marcel. Uh, reach back out to Google, um, and but that is normal because it took me two weeks and when I requested another one i got the other one in in term you know requested another but it, it won't hurt to reach out to them but that is normal uh -huh. danielle's front funny she said jasmine if you don't answer that phone i'm gonna put you in timeout <laughs> jasmine we hate to pick on you girl but everybody everybody want to come and get you <laughs> girl kim do you have a how to do a power of attorney i do danielle actually watch that video oh, power of attorney signing i have a will signing example i have a nursing home video um hospital setting all each type it's a video on each one mm -hmm. okay so check out the poa yeah so hi this is danielle from yesterday's class hi danielle. Hey, danielle and i would like to know do you charge a travel fee along with the finger fingerprinting service so uh dan danielle that is like a complete fee it's a one one fee you don't you decide what your fee is going to be. And so it's a flat fee for fingerprinting services, what I charge. My travel fee is my flat fee. So what does that look like really quick? So I wouldn't tell the client, I'm going to charge you a fingerprint fee and a travel fee. For fingerprinting, your expenses are so low that I just charge the travel fee. So I'm thinking, again, questions equal money. So what does that look like? When, I, when I'm talking to Angela as a client, okay, Mrs. Um, Johnson, so you need two cards done. So I already know that's two cents, not that much, right? Because I buy them in bulk from Amazon. Mm -hmm. The little ink thing don't cost that much. So I'm really charging her for travel. How far do I have to travel to her? Is it an hour, half hour each way? How much am I going to make per hour? So usually starting around that 
depending on where you are, so many factors mm -hmm. involved, but I don't leave my house under 40. So my average fingerprint job to leave my home is at least 55. And again, that's how far you have to travel. Right. In New York, they're charging 100, 150 for ink fingerprinting. Right. Okay. So yeah, get your and money. Then, what time of the day is it? Is, do they yeah. do a rush hour traffic? Because a girl wanted me to come eight o'clock in the morning, you know, 20 minutes away. I'm like, okay, because it's going to take me like 40 minutes to get there. So you just add the extra fee. Hope Kim, that put, Kim put the yeah, we just, nerves. So yes, you guys, you got to get over the nerves. You got to get over the nerves. Thank you. I'll be contacting you. Thank you, Latura. Kim's ebook is not that complicated. Start your notary business. Celeste said the book is very good. Yes, Celeste you, is. Celeste. Welcome, Linda. You're just joining. You're welcome, Melody. How soon should I purchase insurance? Before you stamp, just blessed. Before you uh, stamp any document, you you need to purchase the insurance. Don't stamp no documents without your uh, E and O insurance. Uh, Nakia says, "My son just had to have an I nine completed at his job. He called me while I was on my regular job and told me he had to get an I nine done. So they are yeah. very, very, very prevalent with I nines. Mm -hmm. Hello, ladies, Kimmy's. Do you have a suggested price list for Georgia notaries?" For various services. Kim, you want to answer that? I have like four or five videos on pricing on my YouTube channel. Just what you always want to do with questions equal money is um, that's what my statement is. The more questions you ask, you'll see how much you can charge. So, you know, the state of Georgia, we had a $2 um, per stamp thing. I don't charge that. Angela don't charge that. We charge based on how far we have to travel to you and how many people are involved and that kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. it's not a price list because it's going to vary. From state, I mean, not state to state, even city to city. So we're like in a suburb. People in Atlanta can make more than we do. People in a rural area may make more than us because it might be a few more notaries. So you get so many factors. You just have to come up with your minimum. What is it going to take for you to leave your home? Mm -hmm. In my case, I don't leave my house under $40. Right. And it's, it's going to be, the documents are going to be different. For instance, the power of attorney may be three pages or 10 pages, you know, so it just yeah. depends. It may have two signers or four or five signers because it has two witnesses and two people. So it just varies. Can I show the mugs really quick? And we'll take a few more questions and wrap up, okay? Because I yeah. know we're over. So guys, I meant to show you this every week. I forget. But we got new mugs on my website too, Notary Educators LLC. And this one says, relax. I'm your notary. It's not that complicated. You know, that's my saying. <laughs> they come in all different colors. So you can pick your own color. They're only $12.99. And I got a couple more to say, like, I got this. I'm ready to stamp. And then I got one that says questions equal money. So you see all the different colors. And they're not all pink, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So you can pick your own color, whatever you want to come right to your home. But this is something to give you motivation because a lot of times we're so nervous. And that's why I picked that phrase. Relax. It's not that complicated. It's not that complicated. I'm a know You can do it. Different colors. Okay. So just check them out. That's it. Okay, Peaches, let's answer some more uh, questions. Peaches says, hi, everyone. Happy money. Hi, Peaches. Hey. You're welcome, Jaylene. Charlita says, thank you. I'm going to contact Alexis. You're welcome. Linda says, what's the best way to apostille documents that in foreign language? I tried to get a document transferred from Spanish to English, and it was kind of pricey for the individual. Well, Linda, and I don't I don't know where you are, but in, you don't have to have the document transferred to, to English. I have apostille documents that have been in uh bosnia language in spanish you the, it's not necessary to have the document um uh, translated to the no different language. no it's not, not. your note if, if it has to be notarized 
your notary certificate has to be in English. Yes. The document doesn't have to be in English. And the, if the document is doesn't need to be notarized and it's already certified by authority, it does not have to be in English. So it's not a requirement that a document is to be apostille have to be in English. And you and your signer must be able, if you have to notarize a document, you and your signer must be able to communicate. But other than that, that's not a requirement. So Peaches says, do you notarize wills that have only been drafted by attorneys? The answer to that, Peaches, is no, because there are so many people that go online and do their wills. I've had handwritten wills. Uh, our concern is to make sure that the notary certificate is correct. Whatever, However the will is, it may be a one, two, three sentence that says, I leave everything I own to Angela Johnson. All you're concerned about is the notary. Yeah, somebody can leave everything they own to me as long as it works. <laughs> but yeah, as long as the notary certificate is proper, that's all you really need. So you're not concerned about who did the document or how the document is. Then mm -hmm. yes, I lost my volume. Kim, do you have a video on power of attorney? Oh, yes, girl. I hate you missed that. So yeah, I do have one on power of attorney. I have one on how to go to a hospital, how to do a will signing, how to complete an I-9. Everything we talked about tonight, actually, I do have a video on. So check out the playlist. It's all, not playlist. It's over 140 videos. And you're, I try to make my videos where it's topic specific. Mm -hmm. So that topic is all about the power of attorney or that topic is all about the embosser or all about the I-9, all about fingerprinting. So mm -hmm. actually, it took me longer to get um, to get my numbers up on YouTube because of that. But I really wanted people to be able to go back and say, I need to know about power of attorney. So you type that in the search on my channel and it'll pop up. Okay. Yep. Charlita, you're welcome. Laurie says, thank you. You're welcome, Laurie. Makiba says, a friend wants me to notarize documents so her partner can be listed on her medical insurance. We are in Georgia. Do I need a witness or a jury for this? Also, I'm not sure if they reside together. So Makiba, the first thing is, <laughs> do you need a witness or a jury? If her documents don't call, call for a witness, it's not you to tell her she need a witness or not. Second, whether it's a jury or not, she has to decide that if it doesn't have the notary certificate, you explain to her what a jurat is. You explain to her what, a, what an acknowledgement is and let her choose which one uh, she wants to use. And also, you're not sure if they reside together. That's not your business. It doesn't matter whether they reside together. I tell people, even clients that come to me, they're trying to explain things to me. I hold up my hand and I said, that's not my business. I'm not concerned about it. So none of that other stuff is your business. You don't decide whether they need a witness. If the witness signature line is not on her documents, the documents say you don't need a witness. Uh, if it doesn't have a notary certificate, you explain to her what a jurette is. You explain to her what an acknowledgement is and tell her she has to choose which one uh, she wants on the document. Simple as that. You are not the notary police. Right. Right. Okay, Jasmine. Uh, Stacy says, I'm brand new. When should I LLC my notary business? So Stacy, having your business as an LLC is like literally a matter of what you choose to do or preference. Um, I don't, that's the only thing I can say about that. Kim, you have anything? I do have a video on that also, should you get an LLC. Mm -hmm. I do want you to know, eventually as your business grows, you may want to get that. But to get started, don't let that stop you. Because a lot of notaries mm -hmm. say, well, I got to have an LLC. Mm -hmm. I got to have an EIN. I got to have a this, that, and the other. You can eventually get all of those things, but just get started. So mm -hmm. I have a video on an EIN number. I do have a video on an LLC. And I also have one on do you need business credit or not, okay? Right. So Danielle says, yeah, that PO, uh, video for POA came in. Yes, it's, she has a YouTube video for power of attorney. 
All things Natta Jean. I have a virtual address for Google. It just can't be a PO box. That's right. All things Natta Jean. A checklist yeah. for getting started. Uh, Darnell, are you, is he acting for a checklist to get started? I think. Yeah, we kind of talked about that, but reach out to us um, if you're still unclear at Notary Educators LLC. We'll give you a phone call, okay? Yeah. Um, says, so we aren't allowed to use a virtual address on Google My Business. Apparently we are because uh, all things Natta Jean said that she has one. So if she has one and she's using it, I guess it's okay. Angela says, yes, they are. I do get a lot of calls too. All things, Doc, my address is virtual. All things, Natalie, is sh show the place on my Google My Business page. So, yeah, so Google can Google your address and they'll place that picture because Google is Google on your uh, Google My Business page, whatever address you give. So that's why if you have a P.O. box, Google doesn't accept that. It has to be a physical location other than a P.O. box. Doc says, hi, did you all answer my question about pricing my services in Georgia? Where can I locate comp comparable prices? Thank you. You won't find a price list. That's what we were trying to say earlier, Doc T. We just gave you some things of what you need to think about for your pricing. Angela prices her services different than me. Alexis prices different. I price different from them. So that's why pricing is so personal to your business. But as an example, I believe you, you said you're in Georgia with us also. We don't charge the $2 fee that you can charge per stamp. We just charge you a travel fee based on variables. How far am I traveling? How many people? What kind of environment am I going to? So watch my videos as I stated earlier on pricing. If you still need some help, you can reach out. But I really want people to get in the habit of learning how to price. Questions equal money. So you got to learn how to ask the appropriate screening questions. So check out my videos. And it's all in my book too. Um, I will go back to my book really quick because I put all of that in the book. The screening questions and um how to start your business that was another one we had earlier like angela mentioned in the book is start your notary business it's not that complicated i literally take you step by step to start your business okay yeah oh rafael right. said it's a driving record so you might have to wait on that rafael let's see when is something dropping off is it something you can go pay and get the points removed you know what i'm saying so do a little homework on that because if you can get into this notary business, it's going to be well worth it. Right. So see what you can do to clear up that driving record. Okay. Thank right. you for sharing. That took a lot of vulnerability. Okay. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. So um, you go to the um, what do you call the Department of Public Safety? I would call the Department of Public Safety and see if there's anything to be done with your driving record. All right. Let's see. Doc DT he said he, he's thinking uh, all things Natta Jean. Been researching various companies. Have two businesses. He want to use one virtual address. Two different explanations from the company and the site. So Peaches said, "Do you prefer to notarize wills and such that have been drafted by an attorney?" Saw a webinar where some notaries only stamp those particular items concerned about issues of fraud. Thanks for your help. So um, we are not the will police. <laughs> we are not the notary police. We right. are not the document police. You are and, there to identify the person signing the document. They're doing it of their own free will so i'm never going to turn down somebody and say right. you know what that wasn't drafted by an attorney so i'm not going to do that yeah so pete, so pete just think about that if you if you're if you actually peaches and you should check i don't know where you are but you should check check your state a notary laws because you cannot turn down a person's notarized there's only certain reason you can turn down a person from notarizing their documents because you don't think it's the way it should be, that's not a reason to not notarize a document for a person. So you should be careful with that. But we're not the notary police. 
it's like if you don't notarize something because a person wrote it, that could be a problem legally if you think about it. Because the notary handbook says that there are only certain reasons you can turn down a person from notarizing their documents. We are not the police because we don't read people's documents to see what's inside. So I don't know what the fraud issue would be because somebody is bringing a document that they wrote, drafted themselves. As long as it's their signature and it's their ID and they met their ID match their picture and signature. Uh, so, yeah. So be careful about that. I'm thinking about that, Kim, that she should be careful about that because you can't just turn down a person from notarizing a document just because it's handwritten or it's not from an attorney. And that's actually called the unauthorized practice of law. So mm -hmm. we are not to tell people what kind of document they need, who needs to prepare it. Your only role as the notary is to confirm that that person signed it of their own free will. Yep. That's it. Again, if I bring you this envelope and I did not have it prepared by an attorney, but I want Angela to notarize this mm -hmm. piece of this envelope right here, she needs to know how to do it. Right. And so, yeah, so you could be getting over into the field of practicing law if you're telling a peace person why you won't notarize their document. The only reason you really, and please check your handbook. The only reason I would tell a person I'm not going to notarize their document if their ID is not matching or if I think that because of something they said that they're committing fraud or because their ID doesn't match and it's fraudulent. I'm not going to say, yeah. well, you wrote this document, so and it's not from an attorney, so I'm not going to notarize your document for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's see. Can we hit so the last Ross says, uh, if I'm setting up my business as a sole part proprietorship, once it starts to grow, can I change it to an LLC? Also, does it cost to set up a sole proprietorship? It does cost to set up uh, a sole proprietorship. And I think as far as for me personally, changing it over, I would just have to consult uh, uh accountant or tax person about changing your business over. So you can, if you don't already know, so they can tell you what the benefits are versus one versus the other. So let me hit a couple of more answers really quick. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up. So Val says, do we offer um, grant training? We do not offer grant training. I am more in the business of helping you to be a great notary. And um, I do know that there's um, these grants out there. And I highly respect the training for that. But I want you to know what you're doing first build your business a little bit and then start paying for all these additional trainings for grants, et cetera. Cause you got a grant, but you don't have any business. So mm -hmm. let's, you know what I mean? So let's kind of baby step that, but yes, I'm aware that there are grants out there and I don't know that you necessarily need a training for that. Mm -hmm. um, you may be able to find out a little bit more information, but let's kind of build the business first. And then Jaylene is saying really quick here. Um, does she go to the, about the postille services? We don't actually have apostille training, um, Jaylene, for that. We don't mind sharing the information that we know, but check out my videos on that because mm -hmm. we do not actually offer apostille training. Everyone's saying thank you for this forum. Yes, it is our pleasure. Have we altered our prices due to the gas increase? Have you, Angela? Not well. I haven't altered my prices, but I have more people come to me now than I usually would. Um, I have not altered my prices because like we mentioned, uh, have always mentioned, all, most of our clients are in the vicinity of where we live. So, no, I have not altered my prices, mm -hmm. but I do have more people come to me now than I usually do. All right. And Doc is saying, um, thanks. Understand he, under he or she understands now about questions equal money. Yes. So well, that's one of the mugs to check it out if you haven't already. They come in blue, all colors. 
Thank you. Melody says she likes the pink mugs. Thank you. They come in other colors too. You don't have to buy pink. They you can pick whatever right. color you want. Um, oh yeah, Amber, it's our pleasure. She's saying thank you too. And Makiba, let's see anything else. The 58 cents about the, the next one is the next one is basically Stephanie said, Do you offer your classes in a bundle one price instead of any of your price for each class? Stephanie, we do not offer bundles because we feel that even if you would look compared to other notary training, our training is very uh what do you call it? Cost effective. Cost effective. And also, Stephanie, when you take our two classes, that's all you need. You don't have right. to train for the rest of your life. We don't, you don't have to sign up with us for monthly till you turn a hundred. We teach you everything you need to know in those two classes. And then when I say everything to be a great notary, to be a great long signing agent, you're gonna always run into a document that you've never seen before, but you have a great foundation. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to pay for training forever. Okay. The Angela says, uh, <laughs> does appeal have to be authorized by a lawyer? But no, Angela, it does not. People print it out all the time. They may write it out. So no, as long as it has a notary certificate, you can notarize it. So Rose, the book that we were talking about when you came on uh, is Kim's book on Amazon, how to start your notary, notary business. It's not that complicated and it's $9.99. So or you can get the book at notaryeducatorsllc.com. Okay, we'll hit these last two. Peaches said, in Georgia, thought it was weird. Saw a notary webinar on YouTube over the weekend, and they all agreed, but it didn't make sense to me. I've never turned down anyone. Oh, yeah, sorry. there should be no reason why, unless Angela's, like she was hearing early, fraud is involved, or you feel a person is being forced to sign something. But as a notary, it's our duty to know how to make it happen if we can. Mm -hmm. It's not to just turn down people because we don't like something. We're supposed to be impartial impartial and melody says um we're very inspirational thank you it's our pleasure taking time to help you in this journey that's exactly what these are all about mm -hmm. i'm glad you participated today yeah and let's do this last one um sd the notary with a smile so i did a commercial loan on the 24th mm -hmm. and they called me today asking if they could redo it because the sba wanted it redone nothing was wrong with it but just wanted redone i told them sure for more money I would too. Yeah. If there's nothing, it's not my fault, then I, they yeah. do have to pay you. I mean, yeah. we're not in the business of free services unless you just want to, you know. Yeah. But, but thank yeah, you guys everybody. so much. Yes, well, it has been our pleasure. I'll go ahead and do this outro really quick. So I'm Kimmy with Notary Life from Kimmy. We have Angela from AJ Mobile Notary Services. It is our pleasure. We hope you join us again um, next Monday for Notary Mentor Mondays, and hopefully Alexis will be here, okay? We wish you guys much success. Anything in closing, Angela? No, just thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you being here. And we are very happy and always excited to answer your questions. We are so grateful that you guys are benefiting from it. So hopefully we'll see you back next Monday on Monday Mentorship with Notary Educators. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel, where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.